Well, good morning, everybody. Today we are continuing our reading of 1 Kings in chapter 13. 1 Kings 13. Yesterday, civil war, the nation of Israel divided into two countries, the southern kingdom of Judah, ruled by uh, Solomon's son Rehoboam and the northern kingdom which was the larger geographic area comprised of ten tribes uh, ruled by Jeroboam. And at the end of the chapter Jeroboam established this new religion so to speak, this new version of Judaism so his people, his citizens would not travel to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices and participate in the festivals. And so he builds these two golden calves as idols, places them in two locations creates a new priesthood, people who are not biblically qualified because they're not descendants of Levi, etc. And, and he sins. He sins horribly in doing this. <clears throat> so in chapter 13 at verse 1, we read, Now behold, there came a man of God from Judah to Bethel. This is where one of those golden calves had been, been placed. So this man of God, this prophet from Judah, the southern kingdom, comes to Bethel by the word of the Lord. God tells him to do it while Jeroboam was standing by the altar to burn incense. So he, he arrives at the very moment Jeroboam is there worshiping this, this golden calf and burning incense and so on. And, and the prophet tells Jeroboam that God is judging, going to judge him, and that, um, that all of these priests at some point in the future will be killed, this altar will be destroyed, that God is going to raise up a man in the future named Josiah who will execute his judgment on these priests and this false religion that uh, Jeroboam has created. And then more things happen. Uh, and, 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 and Jeroboam asked the prophet to stay there and eat with him. And, and the prophet says, no, God told me not to eat with you, not to drink with you, to go back home after I delivered the message and even go back a different route than I took in coming here. And so the, the, the prophet does that. There's some young men there who hear and see all that happens. And they go to their dad. Their dad is also a prophet, an older prophet, living there in, there in the northern kingdom. And uh, they tell him what happened and, and report to him. They saw the direction this, this young prophet went. So the old prophet gets on his donkey and, and eventually catches up with the prophet of God who was returning to Judah. And they talk. And this older prophet asked him, come back to my house with me and eat and drink with me. And, and this, this young prophet says, no, God told me not to do that, to come back home. And, but this old prophet then lies to him, deceives him, says, hey, God sent an angel to me. And this angel from the Lord told me to tell you that he wanted you, that God wanted you to come back to my house and eat and drink with me. And this young prophet listened to the old prophet and he goes back to his house. And while they're eating and so on, uh, God speaks and tells the young prophet, you sinned, you disobeyed me because you didn't continue on your way home like I told you to do. And therefore you're going to die and you won't be buried with your family. And so the young prophet leaves and he's riding a donkey and on the way a lion attacks him and he's killed. But the lion does not devour his body or tear it to shreds. He just stands there beside that dead body of the young prophet and the donkey and that happens for a period of time as people pass by. And it's an interesting, it's, a, it's, 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 it's an amazing sight. 
And the old prophet hears about it. And the old prophet goes to check it out and he sees the donkey standing there and the lion isn't bothering the donkey. The donkey hasn't run away. The young prophet is dead, but the lion is guarding his body and won't eat it or anything. And he realizes this was, this was a special death and this was a special man of God. And now the old prophet begins to honor him and carries his body back to his home and buries him and then instructs his sons, when I die, bury me there with him because everything this young prophet said is going to come true. I know now he was, he was, he was, he was a man of God. And when he said that this false religion of Jeroboam is going to be destroyed, it will, everything, everything he said that's going to happen is going to happen. And by the way, when you jump ahead over to, um, I'm trying to remember where it's at. Second Kings chapter 20. Yeah, Second Kings chapter 20. There was a king in Judah years later named Josiah who loved God, was a man of God, and led a religious revival, brought about reformation and restored the worship of God to the southern kingdom of Judah and conquered the northern kingdom of Israel and did kill all these false priests. So everything this young prophet predicted by the hand of God in 1 Kings 13 came true in 2 Kings chapter 20 under the rule of a king named Josiah. Now, that's the story. But here's what spoke to me devotionally. I got to thinking about these two men of God, these two prophets, the young one who was bold and obedient, left his home in the southern kingdom, went to the northern kingdom and confronted the king of the northern kingdom, obeying God, and was on his way home. And then this older prophet, I don't know if it was because of jealousy, unbelief, what it was, but lied to and deceived and tricked the younger prophet into coming back home, even brought God into it and said, God sent an angel to me to tell you to do this spiritualized his own sin, his own deceit. And because this younger prophet who'd been so bold and so obedient was deceived by and listened to the words of the old prophet who spiritualized his words, but listened to it rather than continue to do what God had told him to do, he, he paid for it with his life. And I thought about all of that. And I thought, you know, on one level that seems so unfair I mean, it was the old prophet who did what was really bad. And he deserved worse. But the young prophet, when you get right down to it, did disobey God. Because here's the thing. God had given this young prophet clear, unambiguous direction. Go to the north. Deliver my message. Don't eat or drink with anyone, but come back home and come back by a different route. Clear, unambiguous. And the old prophet lied. Oh, God told me to tell you. Here's the lesson. When you have a clear word from God, don't listen to anybody else, even if they make it sound spiritual. When you have a clear word from God, his word, that's why in 2023 I'm challenging you to read the word of God. 
Because when you have a clear word from God, I don't care how spiritual or inspirational somebody else sounds. You listen to what God clearly says because God's not going to simply tell you what feels good or what you want to hear. God's going to tell you what you need to hear. And sometimes even good people will try to get you to do things other than what God clearly says. Will you renew your commitment in 2023 to reading the word of God? Why? Because you need it. Even when you don't know you need it, you need it. Why? Because it's the word of God. And you better be listening to the word of God more than you listen to anybody else like we talked about yesterday. Listening to the word of God more than you listen to your own thoughts and emotions and fears and feelings like we talked about yesterday. How well are you listening to the word of God? Because see, even little things can have big consequences. And that's the message for today. I'll see you tomorrow as we continue our way through 1 Kings. God bless you.